Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Engel. Deep, deep cuts. <laughs> Welcome to Deep Cuts, Lost and Found. This is the holiday special. This is going to be the Christmas show. Do we agree on that? No, what's the name? What are we going to call it? <laughs> I don't know. I thought we said a Deep Cuts Christmas. It's a Deep Cuts Christmas. Welcome to it. I'm here with my very best friends from Needham High School, Derek Brain, Bill Federko, Chris Nashawadi, and Rich Ayer. I'm Thomas Golubich. Very happy to be sharing with you some of our favorite holiday songs on this Deep Cuts, Lost and Found. So in celebration of the holidays, everybody gets a chance to take a break, spend some time with family. We wanted to share with you some of our favorite holiday songs. This is Christmas. This is Hanukkah. This is Kwanzaa. This is whatever you feel like you want to celebrate at the end of the year. I'm here again with my best friends, and we're digging through the crates for some deep cuts tracks, songs that we think are really great and overlooked. And this is all holiday themes today. So let's talk first about the holiday and as far as how you guys dug for this. Sure. Did anybody have like a favorite record that they knew they were going to draw from and just grabbed it? Well, who has year in review? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. What is it? What is this year zero? That's right. AD. You want to break it down? <laughs> well, we should point out that this is the first annual holiday special for Deep Cuts. Yes. Yes. Very important to point that out. I certainly have favorite Christmas albums, but none of them would necessarily be appropriate for this. They're all, you know, it's a, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Christmas, you know, right. a Christmas gift from you, the Phil Spector. Right. Harry Como. Compilation, Beach Boys Christmas. Those are high rotation in our household, but I don't, they don't necessarily fit the mold of what we're, what we're trying to do here. But everybody knows those already. So we're right. I mean, I think everybody's relationships to Christmas music or holiday music changes over time. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, it was still really exciting. And then there was probably a long span well where I just was not into it at all. But um, once I had a kid and a kid who was kind of particularly geared towards traditions and repeating those traditions, mm. these things became really important again and kind of beloved. We're obviously a generation that's super in the peanuts pocket. And a Charlie Brown Christmas has always been super iconic to me. And the fact that my son really glommed onto that in a major, major way, like learned how to play it on the piano and just absolutely loves peanuts and that album. It's kind of an, a really important thing to me again in a way that it wasn't for a pretty long time. Anybody have like a, a Christmas record that drives them crazy? Like a pop record that you hear all the time and it's just like, oh my God, because like a family member played it all the time? Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's a Christmas record? Yeah. I love the name of Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds, well, I won't say what it sounds like. I, I can go with the flow on any holiday Christmas type jingle, but. You put it on Mannheim Steamroller, it, it uh, causes problems, triggers. <laughs> How do you feel about the Transiberian Siberian? What is it? Trans <laughs> Siberian Orchestra. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> I have a real problem with that Paul McCartney Christmas song. Oh boy, I like Christmas music. We tend to put go on the Holly Channel on Sirius around the holidays and get our fill. It's always a special occasion when um, Do They Know It's Christmas comes on for the first time, or the Mariah Carey song comes on for the first time. <sighs> yeah, which I love by the way. And the one that drives me nuts is that damn Paul McCartney song, you know, the... Um, Having a wonderful time. Yeah. Yeah, that... Something about that song that is, it just gets my hackles up. <laughs> I would submit that Do They Know It's Christmas is awful now. Wow. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Oh, 
Oh, come on. What? Hold on. That has not aged well. That is Oh, I, not... I disagree. We, I think we need to cut this part. I like it. What? Yeah. No, oh, I like it. It's so <laughs> gross now. Really? Oh, not the message. You sound yeah. like Paul Weller. The message of it is not worse. It's very condescending. He's but It's super condescending. I can't take it anymore. Okay, I'll give you that. But there's something about the interplay of the different vocal styles from our youth yep. that I really like. And I can anticipate who's coming in next. Yep. And I can picture the video, like Paul Young stepping up to the mic right. or Sting or whoever. Right. No, I, I disagree. I like when that song comes on. Yeah. One of the most memorable Christmas songs, I think. I'm so glad it exists. Yeah, it captures a moment in time of a lot of artists that we know collaborating in the same room in a way that probably COVID will make impossible forevermore. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a Style Council documentary and they talked to Paul Weller about doing it. <laughs> he was miserable the whole time. And you can see it when you watch the video, it was just like stone faced between right. Simon Lebon and Bono. <laughs> like, this is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> it's no Marshmallow Winter by Dean Martin, but you know. It's, it's a- <laughs> I wish we were doing all Dean Martin songs, but that's just me. I found this whole process was like a really interesting line between sweet and sappy. And like, it was like, Things would fall into one of the two. And when it was sweet, it was nostalgic and warm. And I felt the connection to it. Mm -hmm. And when it was sappy, I was just like, oh, God, it's God awful. And it was like, that was the line I was riding the whole time. So why don't we kick right in? We're going to ride it tonight. Yeah, Billy, you're raring to go. I'd like you to start this show. <laughs> oh, I am. I am. Bill's already two eggnogs deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's knee deep in the nog. Get to it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Get him early. Get him before he blacks out. Yeah, right. You probably come right back to me. We'll do like a snake draft. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, National explain it. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. I'll go um, keeping in the festive theme. Yeah. I will go with a song by the Three Wise Men. Oh, nice. Oh, you're going to say Mannheim Steamroller. (laughs) (laughs) This close. Uh, Does anybody know who the three wise men are? I do. Tom knows. Tom knows. Anyone else? No. Uh, Molary and Curly? No. (laughs) It was the first alter ego of XTC. Ah. Right. This is before Dukes of Stratosphere. This is a callback to our 85 show, actually, when we talked about Dukes of Stratosphere. And no, this is not a joke. I don't want to offend Derek or get them all. Hey, don't mess (laughs) with Dukes. Don't want to get his back up. So this was 1983. And Andy Partridge wanted to write a song anonymously. And he was originally going to have the name, whoever performed it, he's like, oh, let the secretaries at Virgin Records perform it. We'll call it the uh, Virgin Marys. And Virgin didn't like that idea. So he ended up doing it with the band. He and Colin both sing at the same time, which is the only time I think they ever recorded that way. And they did that to try to disguise the timber of their voices. The name of the song is called Thanks for Christmas. There's no irony to the song at all. It's just joyous. It's festive. I think it fits the mood here. It has a certain wall of sound going for it. I think uh, Andy described it as the Woolworths wall of sound. It wasn't quite Phil Spector level, but (laughs) it's still very good. So yeah, this is XTC in disguise as the three wise men. Thanks for Christmas. It's Deep Cuts in the Holiday Show.
They're just so joyous and fun, man. It's lovely. Isn't that great? I mean, it's not much of a disguise. I mean, it sounds completely like him. No, the second they started, I was like, I actually see. I just love how happy it feels. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it worked, but uh, right. he was hoping to write the song anonymously, give it to someone else, let them perform it, but he ended up doing it. I'm glad they did. I think it's fantastic. It's not available many places, unfortunately. So I had to uh, slip this one to Tom on the, the down low. Alas. <laughs> Well, moving forward, Chris, tell me a little bit about your next pick. Do you have some thoughts on your first pick? I do have some thoughts, Tom. (laughs) Share away. So I'm going to be a little less joyous with my first pick because, you know, I think that there's a flip side to the Sugar Plum, Dreaming of Sugar Plums. Oh, boy. It's getting dark. Message of the holidays. And that's the sort of dog world poetry that's delivered from the gutter, (laughs) Uh, which brings me to Mr. Tom Waits. You know that scene in Trading Places where Dan Aykroyd is in a Santa suit and he's eating like uh, salmon through the beard of the on the bus. It's like the most depressing image of Christmas that I could think of. But and then I heard this song, which is really more depressing, and I love it. It's a classic Tom Waits song. It's called Christmas Card from a Hooker in Minneapolis, and it's from the uh, 1978 Blue Valentine album. The lyrics are tremendous. It's basically a hooker writing a Christmas card sort of and the first three stanzas are like things are looking good or like you know it's like things are on the up and then at the end it's just sort of like yeah all that shit I just told you was a lie and I'm in jail so it's really great listen to the lyrics it's terrific it's Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis by Tom Waits Merry Christmas (laughs) it's a deep cuts Christmas It's 
a short story that like <laughs> continues on. I hate to cut into it. That's quite a Christmas card. <laughs> I'd love to get one like that. But I also love this era of Tom Waits. Like, I, you know, my favorite record of his is, is Closing Time. I like the sort of less wacky, less bombastic. Yeah, me too. Sort of quiet piano stuff of his. Uh, for me, at least, I mean, I appreciate it all, but yeah. that's kind of what I listen to the most is his quieter stuff. But it's a good one. Yeah, one of my favorite songs of his is Burma Shave. Oh, yeah. Which is this incredible song. And when you get to the end of it, there's this trumpet solo. And I swear I bust out in tears almost every single time I hear that mm. trumpet hit at the end of that song. It's just magical. Mm -hmm. Tom Waits, man, that's a slayer. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, great choice. I don't think he's making the traditional carol set list. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to sing that one. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think they were uh, going to do that door to door and they're what's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but or, or perhaps Neil Diamond will put it on his sixth Christmas record. I don't know. I never know. <laughs> uh, there's definitely a following for that melancholy, sad side of Christmas, right? I think there's a lot of artists. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, one of my all-time favorite, whatever alternative Christmas songs, you know, "Fairy Tale of New York." Yeah, it's got that same feel to it's it. Great. All right. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I absolutely love that one, and it's same kind of sort of. Singing from the gutter kind of song. Tom Waits. Yeah. Not everyone's spending the holidays with their family. There's some people, you know, heating up a Swanson TV dinner. And the, for them, there's always Tom Waits. Right. That's right. And this show's for you. <laughs> right. God <laughs> damn it. In the drunk sink. Welcome to a sad, deep cuts, lost and found <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> All right. Someone perk it up. I think this is where folks tune out. Rich. <laughs> yeah, Rich, you can uh, bring it up. Yeah, I love the kind of the Christmas songs that are both cynical and sad and sort of make fun of Christmas in a way. So I went back and forth trying to decide which side I wanted to be on, the joyous festive side or the cynical down or jokey side. But I kind of settled on, for my picks, bands that I think kind of do both. Sort of, sort of in the middle. Okay. Look at you going for the cake and eating it too. You definitely know who is singing the song. I mean, anyone can do a Christmas song if you just have some Christmas bells and you just <laughs> jingle those in the background. Bell, bell. Tune in for the bonus round. Cue the bells. Oh, you've got sound suppression on, so we can't hear it. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, so my first pick is, and I don't know if these are necessarily super deep cuts, but oh boy, I enjoy them. Challenge! Uh, a couple of my favorite songs from this time, from Christmas this time, and it's weird that we listen to these songs really only for about a month. Right. We don't want to hear them again <laughs> no. the rest of the year. Uh, nope. So my first pick is Flaming Lips. Nice. Uh, this is from their Clouds Taste Metallic album in 1995. They're great storytellers. I think they capture the spirit of Christmas, the story about letting the animals out of the zoo, but they they don't want to go. It's sort of the thought that counts <laughs> the time of giving. This is the craziest so, uh, song. <laughs> yeah, Tom, take it away. This is uh, Flaming Lips with Christmas at the Zoo. <laughs> it's a deep cuts Christmas.
got a kind of a polyphonic spree kind of a vibe to it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just big. Yeah, I'm hearing that. I had forgotten about that one. I love that song. Yeah, it's a good one. It's great. I mean, was he just walking around the zoo and said, uh, I should write a song about trying to break the animals out and them saying, no, I don't really want to. <laughs> I want to do it myself. I mean, just a bizarre concept for a Christmas song. Crazy. I love it, though. Love it. Here's all the animals. It's no marshmallow winter. I think I am. I was looking at, don't they have a version of It's a Wonderful World, too, which I sort of think of as a holiday song. I think the Flaming Lips have a version of that as well. The Irving Berlin song? or What, what a Wonderful World. Oh, 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 you're saying It's a Wonderful World. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Oh, uh, yeah, Louis, well, Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Popularized by Louis Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they have a version of that, too, that's, you know, off kilter in a really great way, but didn't choose. Well, Derek, you get to do the next one. Okay. So, you know, what I was saying before, that sort of our, our relationship to Christmas music and Christmas sort of changes over the course of our lives. And I kind of chose this song because uh, when I heard it, it kind of reminded me of that sort of period either in in college or post-college where you sort of have this slightly different relationship with home. Like your home is sort of in flux or what is home is changing to you. And when you come back to wherever that is for Christmas, it feels uh, a little surreal or a little strange, a little off. And it's this very particular emotion that I kind of remember from those years. And, and this song kind of spoke to that that feeling. It's from um, Martin Newell, sort of British poet, singer, songwriter guy. And I don't, once again, Bill and I are on the same page in terms of this, the record that this is from was produced by Andy Partridge, recorded in a shed somewhere for like 12,000 pounds or something. <laughs> but it's a it's a nice little kind of Christmassy, bittersweet pop nugget from uh, Martin Newell. And the song is called Christmas in Suburbia. Yeah. 
sweet one <laughs> i like that yeah it's good i actually recommend nice. this record the record called greatest living englishman what is it greatest living englishman yeah it's a really fun little forgotten nugget i like it yeah very nice fantastic well i thought about what songs i end up listening to a lot and i realized that the songs i listen to a lot if they're christmas songs are kind of accidental i kind of feel like i like the song first and the thematics of the Christmas second. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Sure. I thought I would throw out a song, which I think is just a great rock and roll song. And it's from a very weird Christmas record. It's from Paul Revere and the Raiders. The song is called Rain, Sleet, and Snow. And I'll talk about it uh, in the break. Sweet. The song kind of reminds me of that weird phenomenon that would happen with record labels where they would just push a band to put a Christmas record out. And so these guys did a really weird and sarcastic version of a Christmas album. It's a strange record. And uh, it was a huge selling band. They were, Paul Revere and the Raiders were a big, big selling band. They were like right behind. Louie Louie. Yeah, Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Yeah, Yeah, this is a lot cooler than I expected from them. I know, when it first started, I was like, you sure you didn't say the Black Keys? Right. Or the White Stripes or something. It just just felt like way too cool for Paul Revere and the Raiders. You've misjudged Paul Revere and the Raiders. Apparently I have. No, they were pretty cool. (laughs) I mean, anybody named Paul Revere. I think his real name was Paul Revere Dick. You're absolutely right. Exactly. Actually, yes, Paul Revere Dick is his actual name. Good call, Billy. Wow, a guy could run into a lot of jokes with that one. I don't know why you would change it. <laughs> that's got to be a tough one to go through life with. Let's just drop the dick. Paul Dick and the Raiders? Yeah, that's that's a stiff sentence to get. Um, <laughs> yeah. That name. <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Come exactly. On. You're going to make a, one, a naughty one if by land, two if by sea kind of thing? <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Well, now you get a chance to have something what's next billy you get second pick baby oh it's me uh, okay this is the who me part yo who me all right i well i will follow your lead tom you went with a song that just you love as a song and the fact that it has some christmas connection is somewhat secondary i'm gonna do that too i'm gonna go with a song which is a cover but it's not a cover of a traditional christmas song it's a cover of a sufjan stevens song christmas song mm. it's uh, sister winter but this is as performed by tracy thorne most famous from uh, Everything But The Girl. This is from her album. It's called Tinsel and Lights. She changes the 
instrumentation of the song a little bit. And of course, she adds her sublime singing to it, too. So that makes the song even better. It's a really just beautiful song. It's, it turns mournful, then apologetic, appreciative, and then at the end, somewhat joyous, wishing everyone a happy Christmas. So it starts melancholy, but ends on a hopeful note, and it's about uh, returning to her friends. This is called Sister Winter by Tracy Thorne. It's a Deep Cuts Christmas. sweet. I never heard that before. Isn't it? Isn't that pretty? Yeah, she's got a nice voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's great. The original's good by Sufjan, but she makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Rich, can you explain to us, in England, it's Happy Christmas. Here, it's obviously Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Why is that? I have no clue. No idea. Oh, that's it? That's the best you got? Why is he on the show? <laughs> why is it Santa Claus and why is it Father Christmas? I, oh, I, oh, no, that's not the same. Tomato, tomato, Tomato tomorrow. It's just uh, I'm disappointed in you as our resident Anglophile. Move on. <laughs> Sorry. I know, Bill, we're joined at the hip tonight. I almost had an everything but the girl oh, really? song as well. They have a song called 25th of December that's uh, real great. Yeah, yeah. I almost yeah. picked that as well. Oh, wow. You were really, 
We were we were in Minneapolis a couple of weeks ago. We're in the same sled. Mm-hmm. One horse, I hope. Um, wait, can I back to the uh, limey answer man here? A quick question. <laughs> <laughs> limey no answer man. What's Boxing Day all about? Soccer. Well, now it's watching football on TV. Football, but, sorry. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, all right, but what's the... Uh, what's it was the, the day that the, all the... Basically, the servants got to open presents. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to do it on Christmas, but you guys can do it after. Yeah, right. the day after. After you clean up, <laughs> help yourself to the scraps off the table. Right. Tidy up and then maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's your day. Right. <laughs> but why boxing? Would the landed gentry make them box for their enjoyment? Or what was, <laughs> right. what was going on there? Whoever wins the fight. Yeah. <laughs> they, they get the boxes from the presents from the day before. They're, here's your box. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Uh, sweet England. <laughs> All right. So Rich isn't completely useless. Yeah. Thank you, Rich. It serves some function. <laughs> Chris, what is your function tonight? You hear a second pick. What do you want to drop? Well, my function, as always, is to bring Husker Du into the mix. Which, yes. uh, nice. It's just sort of my perennial role. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Christmas band. And Grant Hart in particular. And Grant Hart in particular, yes. Okay. The most Christmassy of all the members of Husker Du. <laughs> yeah, right. The man who just smacks of uh, Christmas. No pun intended. <laughs> Literally smacks. Smacks. Yeah, Grant Hart, listeners of our show will know at this point, is my favorite member of Husker Du, and uh, I am a champion of his. <laughs> they have a song, which is not explicitly a Christmas song, but I've turned it into one. It's called Flexible Flyer. <laughs> or implicitly. <laughs> it's called Flexible Flyer, which is, of course, the sled, the old-fashioned sled that some of us probably had. I know I, our family had one. Sure. Yeah. Like a wooden sled with the metal sure, runners. Yeah. and It's um, so dangerous. It's so dangerous. <laughs> it's like our generation's rosebud. I mean, it was like sledding on like a straight razor. <laughs> yeah. Two of them. But yeah, two of them. And they're apparently <laughs> worth a lot of money on eBay these days, uh, the old ones. Okay. Oh. But this is a song off Flip Your Wig. Great album. I don't need to tell you guys. And it's probably my second favorite sled-related piece of pop culture after Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, there you go. All right. Another spoiler out there, folks. Yeah. Right. Rosebud is a sled. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the movie. Yeah. So anyway, um, this is Flexible Flyer by Husker Du. Take it away, Mr. Paranoel Thomas.
As always, you've done your part. Yes. Husker Du in the mix. That's right. Very nice. I do what I can. Out of the last 10 shows, has Husker Du made like three of them? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Possibly more. Seemed like more. Even been mentioned, <laughs> if not played. But, you know, when I first saw this on the list, I was like, what does this have anything to do with Christmas? But, I mean, the first stanza of the song is that yeah. this flexible flyer is under the tree. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, you know, like, you got it for Christmas. I think it's sort of like an ode to youth and sort of like, don't ever lose that youthful spirit. It's a beautiful. Yeah. This is why Chris kicked ass in 10th grade. But what I think the author is trying to say. <laughs> right. But no, it's just paging through the lyrics. It's beautiful, actually. If your heart is a flame burning brightly, you'll have light and you'll never be cold. And soon you will know that you just grow. You're not growing old. There you go. Right. Nice. It's great. It's probably the most Christmassy song we've played so far. <laughs> that tells you something about the show. <laughs> I mean, it's at least the second most. <laughs> It's a midlife Christmas here on Deep Cuts. Well, what I remember about the flexible flyers is that that thing at the end oh, yeah, that, that could allow you to steer. Doesn't do shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, it, it didn't really do much of anything. You steer right into the tree. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, you had that intention, at least, not to hit them. Right. God, can you imagine that company's like insurance premiums? <laughs> just like they're, you know, just make them Teflon from lawsuits. Sure. Because that thing was like, it was a death trap. Right. Yeah. Here, kids, put two skates on your hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Go down the hill. Love it. Pure madness. Rich, how would you like to take us forward? Uh, something a little less poetic, I think, but not, <laughs> but no less great. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. Again, not uh, super deep cut, I don't think. You'll all recognize it. Do you have to make an argument for why it's a Christmas song? I do not. <laughs> it's called Father Christmas. Oh, this is not a deep cut at all. There you go. Challenge. This is a high-end classic. It's true. Derek is right, but so is Rich. If it doesn't rise to the Marshmallow Winter or <laughs> Merry Christmas Baby by Otis Redding or Melly Kalikimaka by Bing Crosby, it doesn't rise to that level. No. It is a lesser cut. <laughs> Hasn't been covered by Perry Como, it's good. Yeah. I will allow it. I will allow it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> I love it. Dressed up as Santa Claus and getting mugged at Christmas. <laughs> it's about, kids just want money. That's really all they want for Christmas. Keep your toys. That's right. Ray Davies. I love the guitar riffs. I just love everything about this song. It's just, it's fun. And I'm, screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going to play this one. Yeah, you are. It's the best. Father Christmas by the Kinks from 1977. It's Deep Cuts.
That's a fun rocker. Real deep, Rich. Thanks. Are you going to be playing Is Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen next? Oh, come <laughs> on. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Mariah Carey's coming up next. <laughs> I'm just happy to hear it because I haven't heard it for a while because right. I always wanted to play this in my house. But maybe until this year, at least, we all as a family decided we were still believing in Santa Claus, you know, and he goes, yeah, this is yes. probably the first year we've discarded that aspect. Another spoiler alert, everybody. Wait, what? Santa Claus isn't real? <laughs> but the first line of this song is, when I was four, I believed in Santa Claus, though I knew it was my dad. There ain't no Santa Claus. Oh. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm not going to play this song around the house for a little while. So maybe this might be the first year I get to play this. There you go. Well, so Nico is now hip to what's the situation. He knows what's going on. He's been duped. Last year was the final year where we mailed. He was 11. We still mailed, mailed a list to Santa, but I think we all knew he knew last year too, but I think we all decided we were all going along with the illusion. Right. But this year, there's just no question. We've all said like, we all know. There's no advantage for the kid to say, oh, I know what's going on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, I get that. I didn't know if it was out of the bag. <laughs> there's been no conversations, but we all know what's going on. Yeah. Derek knew. <laughs> He's been wise to this for years. That's <laughs> true. Oh my goodness. Well, can anybody go deeper than Father Christmas by the Kinks? The what, number 10 song on the countdown? Stop. All right, you leave him alone, Federico. You're dogpiling on Rich. Stop. I love how you're the defender now of, uh, well, you know, of our limey friend. It's the holiday season. Couldn't even tell us why they say Happy Christmas. Get a little <laughs> nog in you and get all surly. I know. A little nog. Yeah. Bill's ready to pick a fight outside of the bar. Fill another stein of nog. <laughs> all right, before this gets bad, Derek, what is your second pick for A Deep Cuts Christmas. All right. Bing Crosby. Christmas. <laughs> We've always remember being in, like, uh, going to the Christmas pageant when I was a kid and all these, like, beautiful carols and all these really amazing harmonies. And you sort of think about all these songs of your youth and how beautiful they all were and to you. So, you know, in a way, you figure, like, taking one of these songs, like, who would you really want to hear? Like, sing all these really beautiful harmonies. Probably no other than a just utterly monotone singer like Marky Smith yes. of the fall. <laughs> Playing, uh, singing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I love it. This is the fall for your Christmas needs. Love it. Deep cuts. <laughs>
Energy is waning at the end of it, and then the ladies yeah, come he's in. He's like, ah, that's an evidence. It was waning at the beginning. Yeah. He reaches deep and puts a lot of emotion into there it. There were a surprising number of Christmas related fall songs. I was kind of surprised. There's like four or five to choose from. This is not an avenue that I followed. I'm so unhappy I didn't. I know. I'm sorry, Tom. Literally everyone has put out a Christmas record. That's what's crazy. Yeah. It started, Irving Berlin started recording them. Neil Diamond's done four or five by now. I mean, ministry has done them. Everybody does a Christmas album. It's crazy. Yeah. The fall. <laughs> Nuts. I like how your list of unlikely candidates to do Christmas albums includes Irving Berlin and ministry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Ministry's a little odd, I guess. Well, Irving Berlin was a Jew from Russia. I mean, it's kind of strange that he writes the most popular. But he knew that these things, you know, they're catchy. <laughs> they catch on. Yeah. So did Diamond. Yeah, everyone's going to do a Christmas song. Yeah. Exactly. Even the fall. From Buble to the fall. Oh, my God. Man. If Bill has another eggnog, that's a hint of things to come. Buble. <laughs> Ham and Buble. By the way, we should remind people that we do have an after show. So if you're enjoying yourself. That's right. Where things get noggier. <laughs> that's right. The noggiest. Find us on Patreon. It is another round of all of these fun Christmas songs. I get to close it out tonight. I was looking for a song that's about Christmas for people who are, don't have what they need or don't have like a good Christmas. Like I thought about like struggle and I found a bunch of songs that were either corny or too arch. But one of them I really love, and it's by an artist I really love. The artist is Yellow Man, who's Jamaican nice. dance hall DJ and MC. And the song that you probably know from him the most is Zunga Zung Zunga Zang, which is a great song. I didn't even say it correctly. This is from an album called uh, Most Wanted. came out in 1985. Yellow Man is, um, his name is kind of a weird brag. So he's an albino. Right. He's from Jamaica. In Jamaica, albinos are the lowest rung of the social ladder. And it's very difficult to kind of get by. He was abandoned by his parents. He grew up in a Catholic orphanage in Kingston. And uh, this is a really cool song about, you know, where is Santa Claus? And it's kind of a cover of the uh, the Donde Esta Santa Claus song, which is from 1958. But hopefully you'll dig it. Nice. It is Yellow Man and Where is Santa Claus? Deep Cuts. Yeah, really. 
Like it. Yeah. yeah. He's cool. Well, we should switch over. This is that kind of closes out our rounds. We talk a little bit about further listening. For sure. Sure. To the extent anybody has anything. I got a couple things. Uh New Wave Christmas or Xmas. It's a CD. Yes. It came out uh Rhino Records, right? Rhino. Yeah. It's a Just Can't Get Enough was the series. Uh great new wave series they put out. It includes that uh, XTC song and uh, Josh Rouse. Holiday Sounds with Josh Rouse. All originals. It's easy to do covers of traditional songs, but he does all originals. Includes a great song, uh, New York Holiday, which makes me think I'm sitting in the Carlisle. Not that I've ever been in the Carlisle, but... Did you say it was called Just Can't Get Enough? Yeah. Is there a Depeche Mode song, a holiday song on no. there? No. It's called New Wave Christmas. I'm sure they're not... Uh, I tried to find one. Shying away from it. Other than Christmas Island. I don't know a Depeche Mode yeah. Christmas song, and that's an instrumental. Yeah. Which is enough to satisfy Chris as a Christmas song. Chris, easily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of Chris, do you have a recommendation? Um, I didn't prepare one, but in sort of doing, thinking about this, I picked a Rufus Wainwright song as a possibility that is on the McGarrigal Christmas Hour, which is pretty good. So I guess recommend that. The, the Rufus Wainwright song that I liked and was going to pick was, um, it's called Spotlight on Christmas. It's really quite good. And I, I like him. Cool. But uh, yeah, that's the one I'd go with. All right. Rich, how about you? Have you got one? Rich is going to choose Last Christmas by Wham, something deep. <laughs> yeah, no, actually... <laughs> I would have picked one of these songs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did steal his thunder. <laughs> no, it's not Wham. Uh, this is an album of contemporaries of Paul Revere and the Raiders, so I appreciate Tom picking that. Mm-hmm. These guys are Northwest 60s. Nice. Sort of the forefathers of grunge that a lot of the, the bands that we listen to these days cite as influences. But the Sonics, the Wailers, and Galaxies put out this collection of Christmas holiday songs nice. okay. mm-hmm. put out in 2013 called Merry Christmas and it features mm. those three bands. It's pretty interesting and I may or may not play one of their songs in the bonus round. Oh, cool. I came across that record in my research this week too and I wholly endorse that. There's some great stuff on that. Ooh, it's really good. Nice. And uh, Derek, what do you got? Yeah. So if you're looking for an alternative to your Phil Spector, a Christmas gift for you, There's a compilation from 1968 called Soul Christmas that has lots of really great stuff on it. I mean, you know, it's a little hit or miss, but there's an Otis Redding version of Merry Christmas Baby. Oh, man, yeah. There's a Solomon Burke uh, song, Presents for Christmas. That's great. Great song. It's got some of the Booker T and the MGs MGs playing uh, backup for some of these artists. It's great. Can't go wrong with that one. Soul Christmas uh, compilation. Nice. Highly recommend. Very nice. I'm going to recommend a Capitol Records collection. I actually produced a Christmas record called Merry Mixmas, which was super fun. Oh, okay. Yes, I was going to recommend that. It was all remixes. I don't know if they date well. I haven't listened to it, honestly, but it was like in the (laughs) mid-2000s. It's on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. Yeah. Merry Mixmas was the name of it. And it was super fun. Merry Mixmas. Because I got to go through all of the original tracks of like Nancy Wilson and Frank Sinatra and all these amazing Capitol Records artists. I won't necessarily recommend the Merry Mixmas record. I'm going to recommend going to a Capitol's Originals Classic because Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, there's so many amazing artists that were on that label at the time. And there's so many great songs from it. So I would suggest looking at Capitol Records Christmas albums. And, you know, you just get one with all the big hits on it. Peggy Lee. They're just amazing. They're fantastic. And if you want to hear a weird remix record from 2005, you can go check out Merry Mixmas. So I'll throw that in there. All right. You're here. So we got to vote now, right? All right, Merry Gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. I wouldn't even think about voting. Oh, also social media. Check us out. Yeah. On Twitter, on Patreon, where we would do a bonus show right after this. We'll do another one. And uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Uh, and Happy New Year. 
Thanks for tuning in. Totally. For sure. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. And Chris, we can find you on Twitter, I believe. Yeah. At Chris Nashawati. Check it out. I'll make sure I put up some good holiday content for everybody. Nice. And I'm occasionally on Instagram at Tom Skolovich. You can find me. Good luck with the spelling. And let's uh, get ready to vote, <laughs> my friends. So what do we think is the best deep cut? I need a recap. I'm going to break them all down for you. So from the top, we opened up with Billy opening the show. Three wise men, also known as XTC, barely disguised as XTC in <laughs> Thanks for Christmas from some sort of a virgin comp. I don't even know which record it was from. Is that from the Just Can't Get Enough comp? It is on that, but if you're looking for the XTC record, it's uh, Rag and Bone Buffet. There you go. That Oddities record. Chris came up with uh, Tom Waits and the wonderfully penned Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis from the Blue Valentine album. A wonderful many stanzas of uh, hope and despair. And then uh, Rich came in with the Flaming Lips and Christmas at the Zoo, a liberation of the animals, sort of a... a <laughs> <laughs> Interesting uh, tale. Tried to liberate the animals. But they don't want it. They want to do it by themselves. That's what's amazing about the song. There you go. It's running back to home is what it's really all about. Clouds Taste Metallic is the name of the album. Derek came in with Martin Newell, produced by Mr. Andy Partridge, also from XTC. Christmas in Suburbia is a song from the greatest living Englishman, the uh, subtly titled <laughs> album. Humble break. I played a little bit of psychedelic rock with the Paul Revere and the Raiders tune, Rain, Sleet, and Snow. It is from one of the strangest Christmas records you're ever going to hear called A Christmas Present and Past. Billy came in with the really lovely Tracy Thorne from Everything But The Girl. Beautiful, beautiful voice. A song called Sister Winter. Tinsel and Lights is the name of the album. Chris, of course, represented Husker Du, Drop the Flag from the Flip Your Wig record, a Grant Hart uh, composed song. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. And uh, Flexible Flyer is the name of the song. Rich came in with the Kinks, Father Christmas from Come Dancing with the Kinks, going super deep into the Kinks catalog <laughs> on their biggest hit record. Derek came in with The Fall and Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Cerebral Caustic. This is apparently live on the John Peel record. Yeah, it's a Peel session. Yeah. Really interesting. I close it out with Yellow Man and Where is Santa Claus, a song of questioning despair by optimistic dance hall fans. Uh, the album is Most Wanted, 1985 is the year. And that rounds it out. Are we ready to drop our votes into here? Ready. Ready. Wait, wait, wait. One sec, one sec. Yes. One, two, and three. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. I'm not sure which one is oh. Father Christmas. Help me. That's, That's the Kinks. That's the Kinks. The yeah. Kinks, right. It's a very obscure song that Rich showed. <laughs> wait, did Nash vote? I didn't see Nash's. It's on text. No, okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. He texted us the pick. Oh, this is like the tiebreaker. Da, 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 da. Yeah, totally. Oh. The fall. The fall. Derek takes the <laughs> win. Oh, I pulled it out right at the last minute. I like to add a little drama to it. Yeah. I know, really. It was a real drum roll moment there. Yeah. All right. So there you go. All props to Marky Smith. Marky Smith would be nonplussed, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Brain and a nonplussed Marky Smith from the fall take the champion round in the holiday show. This is a Deep Cuts Christmas on behalf of Derek Brain. Bill Federko, Chris Nashawati, Richard Ayer, myself, Thomas Golubich. It has been a pleasure doing the show with you. We really hope you have a wonderful holiday. Like, it's been a rough year. And if you can spend some time Absolutely. with family and share music and share joy and maybe listen to a Deep Cuts episode while you're driving around doing errands, we would certainly love it. So thanks so much for listening. Deep Cuts Lost and Found. I should say Deep Cuts Lost and Found Christmas is a wrap. We will catch you all in 2022. Ah, peace. Cheers.